and gentlemen. And so it begins. Give the people what they want. The rise. All the way to the top. The fall. Heroes just got tombstone. The slam. It's me, Austin. This is FRS Slam. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. The most extensive, what? intensive, comprehensive, what? counteroffensive wrestling show on the planet. Woo! Now, finally, it's time. time. Here's Jamie Eisner. And I am the voice of the voiceless. And Chris Schubert. You come out here and you run your FRS Slam begins now. And welcome back to another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner with you. Jamie, this is three episodes in a row. I mean, we are... We're in a row. We're back. We're back. We are just in full just form right now. And it's Thursday. Thursday means rumor day. Jamie, I got a lot of rumors to discuss with you here. Can't wait. Daniel Bryan, back, returning. It's not a rumor. I watched Wrestling. It I watched it. Here is my eyes. Here's Both not, of them. Here's not so much of a rumor as is a little bit of a nugget that we got from Dave Meltzer. Part of his agreement to return is that until WWE feels comfortable that he is, you know, completely okay, he has to undergo impact testing and a neuropsychological evaluation after every single one of his matches. I could see that. I, I could see them saying trying to be as careful as possible. Also, again, the point I will continue to bring up is they are worried about, yes, they're worried about Daniel Bryan's health, clearly, but they're worried about future litigation. Mm-hmm. So everything that they are doing, they are putting steps in place, they are, they are hardening their stance where if somebody down the line tries to use the Daniel Bryan getting cleared and wrestling for WWE again as an example of, of WWE not caring about head injuries, concussions, injuries to their performers... They are saying, no, look at all of the steps that we went through to do this. We actually care more than most other organizations would or most other sports leagues would. So everything they're doing at this point is, yes, to help Daniel Bryan, but really is a CYA tactic. Yeah, and 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 they should do something like this. I don't know. I mean, I get, I get it's almost impossible to do this for everybody, but you have a situation like this. Daniel Bryan's case is very unique. Take these unique steps. Do things like this to make sure that he is 100% okay. You're doing something that no other sports league has done. You told somebody that they could never do something ever again, and then you changed your mind. That's a big deal. So I, I'm not surprised that they're taking all of these steps to, uh, to make sure that this is going to all go according to plan and they want him to be okay. All right, Jamie, uh, I'm going to read you a rumor. This is a cur- courtesy of KHAT Seats in their rumor roundup. And you can, uh, you can do your, uh, what is it, your Meltzer scale of rumors? Yes. One to five Meltzers? One to five Meltzers, how true they are. I believe that they are. Vince McMahon thought Matt Hardy's ultimate deletion might, quote, bomb, a source told WrestleZone. Four and a half Meltzers out of five. So you thought Vince McMahon yes. thought that the Ultimate Deletion would be the worst thing ever, despite the fact that they heavily promoted it throughout the show yes. and that it closed the show. I do think show. he had a fear that it could bomb. Yes. Before he th- saw it? Be, or once he saw it, he thought this may not work on I think he might thought his. I think he might have thought his audience might not get it, which again goes back to the promo, the promo, the line that Michael Cole said right before it started. Mm-hmm. And I think, yes, I do believe that Vince McMahon thought there was a chance, whether he liked it or not, that it could bomb in front of his audience. That's why I think he had Michael Cole say that. By the way, I think he loved it. I didn't – again, you asked me, do you think if he thought – No, 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 no. What I mean – He thought it would no, be No, I thought – I think he liked it. Yes. 
I think it's right up his alley. You can like something and be afraid people aren't going to get it. Yes. Hello, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. I said that when he got called up. I love Shinsuke. I'm afraid the SmackDown audience won't get it. Correct. And to be fair, for a while, they didn't. Okay, here's the follow-up to that. Though the site said it was, quote, a struggle to get Ultimate Deletion on WWE television, the company considers it a success and more hearty production should be coming. Five and a half Meltzers out of five. Wow. We've We're, not our... done. We're not done here. No, because it worked. Yes. It worked. It worked. It got a buzz. It was, again, right now, what does WWE care about more than anything else besides their TV deal? Social media impressions. Yes. What was the number one worldwide trend? Uh, I believe it was Ultimate Deletion. Bingo. Also, their YouTube channel did very well with Ultimate Deletion. Yes, Ultimate Deletion Ronda Rousey is carrying their YouTube channel right now yes. for this week. He's doing very well. Rey Mysterio, scheduled to be in Birmingham, Alabama later this week to have his injured bicep tendon evaluated as a step in possibly signing a new WWE deal per PW Insider. If I had okay. all the money in the world, I would never get a surgical procedure done by anybody but James Andrews. If you had say that one more time, if I had if all had the money a, in the world, oh, I would yeah. never have a surgical procedure done by anybody no, else no, other he, than James Andrews in, he, in Birmingham, Alabama. He is, yeah. Uh, good. Uh, we've expected uh, we've expected Rey Mysterio back on WWE television for some time now. We saw those rumors come back after he got the wonderful reception from the crowd at the Royal Rumble. Uh, five months out of five. Bit, a bit of a wrinkle to this one. He's not on the Strong Style Evolve card anymore. Nope. They took him off. It's not going to be hmm. Jushin Thunder Liger against Rey Mysterio. It's going to be Will Ospreay against Jushin Thunder Liger. By the way, which will also be a good. That's we'll, a good. That's a good. When you can replace Rey Mysterio with Will Ospreay, that's not bad. We'll go through the Strong Style Evolve card here in a little bit. We'll get Jamie's uh, thoughts on it all. I'm going to do that early. I'm going to do it a day early. I'm not say, is that Friday? Friday. Nope, coming? do it in a day early. WWE Network users report next month's Greatest Royal Rumble is promised as an upcoming event on the service when they indicate they want to cancel their subscription. Jerry Lawler said on his Dinner with the King podcast that he and Jim Ross will be calling the Saudi Arabian show. Okay, wait. Read that first part of me again about the cancel subscription. I, I wasn't following that. WWE Network users report that next month's Greatest Royal Rumble is promised as an upcoming event on the service when they indicate they want to cancel their subscription. Got it, got it, got it, So when it, they go it. to cancel, got they tell it. you these are all the things you're you're going to miss next month. The greatest Royal Rumble is being Got shown it. as uh, something okay, they're sorry. going to miss. So I was like saying, I, I understand. Uh, five mouths out of five. They're showing it on the network. Well, that's that's just... multiple sources. Uh, multiple. We talked about this on, the, on our radio show last night yes. about somebody mentioning that the, the greatest Royal Rumble was going to be Roman, on the network. Roman Reigns has, has mentioned it in an interview. Uh, Jerry Lawler, which was the second part yeah. of this rumor, he said on his podcast that he and JR are calling. Yeah. The, so the it's going to, yeah, they're not so. calling it just to, they're not calling it for just the audience in attendance. Uh, no, I do not believe so. Here's the last one. And this is interesting because you, you Rate these rumors on a scale of Meltzer, but this is a Meltzer rumor. So I don't know how you're going to – I don't know how this is going to be Mel rated. Meltception. According to Dave Meltzer, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano is definitely happening at TakeOver New Orleans. Oh. So that's where I wanted to go. Uh, this is a tough one now. I don't know how to – I, I, I don't know how you judge this. I'll give this three Alvarez's out of five Meltzers. Okay. All right. Uh, I good luck figuring that one out, Internet. They should have this match there. I feel like we should know about it already. Well, they did do the, uh, last night on NXT television, and I don't. I haven't been watching NXT television because I know what I happens. Know what happens, yeah. Uh, but last night was the episode airing where uh, Gargano returns to NXT TV through the crowd and beats Holding up his own sign, beats up Ciampa, wearing a mask, which is a very nice touch. Um, Old school wrestling still works. And beats up Gar beats up Champa. Place goes nuts. So that episode aired. 
Now, you and I talked at the time that when we read the spoilers for the taping, there wasn't like a big segment where William Regal makes the match official. Yeah. You and I both said that does not mean they can't do something backstage. And I even pointed out that this moment here could actually be the end. Like the match could be the next step if they do it in yes. a backstage segment and we're fine. Everything moves on. Yeah. But as of right now, there hasn't been a lot of one way or the other whether or not this was going to happen. No, but it looks like – in reality, I think this is happening. So I should say five melts instead of five. Uh, look, you you read to me a Tommaso Ciampa tweet before you went live on the air, right? What yes. does it say? Would you like me to read it again yes. for you here? put you on the spot make okay, you eat it again. I want to find it here. Hold on. Don't you worry. And, uh, and I think also the other big issue is, is I don't think you want to drag this out another three months. Quote, I will fight any grandma, any day, any time, except today at the current time. I mean, he's so good on Twitter. Yeah, him and the grandmother. Uh, which with was, the thumbs which was, down? The thumbs down, which was the, the, the segment down. like right before – not the segment. That was the moment right before the Gargano reveal. I just feel like they don't want to wait another three months on this. And if Chomp is healthy, there's no reason to wait. No, especially when Gargano could potentially be on the way up to 205 Live. This True. is tell, Also, Gargano is going to be on a show that's not – the show that Daniel Bryan is not on, by the way. Tell me, tell me what, what Gargano can do at NXT – after he beats Tommaso Ciampa. Literally nothing. Unless he wins the title. That's it. Which he doesn't need to. But by the way, nobody is indirectly hurt more by Daniel Bryan's return than Johnny Gargano. I know. It hurts a little bit. Uh, and that, he'll be fine. I'm not terribly worried about him. Uh, but that was, his, that was his void to fill. Well, the only thing I will say is Bryan is still the underdog, but he's at the top now. Yes. Gargano can be the guy that's at the bottom. Yes, Gargano. And if you keep them on separate shows, it's fine. You know, you, As it, long as you don't run the same storyline at the same time. No. Yes. No, yeah. That, that's the problem. The storylines they might have been saving for Gargano away from Ciampa are probably going to go to Daniel Bryan. Yep. Because you know why? Because Daniel Bryan was the storyline to begin with. Correct. So that, that that's a little hurtful. But it also makes this transition to 205 Live if they go that way a lot easier to pallet. Yes. Now, there's not, there's not a need to force him on to... The quote-unquote main roster. And by the way, 205 Live is not the main roster. I don't care what anybody says. Wow. At least at this stage. The main roster on the main two shows. Right. If, okay. you're not on, if you're not on cable television, you're not on the main roster. By the way, i got to be honest with you, and I know I'm jinxing it here. We've done this show for three straight days. No interruptions. No run-ins. That's really early in the show. I know, but nobody's here today. There's enough people here There's today. There's like three people there's in the office. people here, to, here today to ping-pong during the middle of our game. Or nah, something. there's a big, big... A map. There's a map on the table. So, you know, you can't even play. All right. Uh, Strong Style Evolve card. You ready for this? Sure. Yo, Show and, ready for this. And, and Rocky Romero okay. taking on Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian, and Christopher Daniels. So, SoCal Uncensored. Uh, Finley and Juice Robinson. David Finley, not Fit Finley. Against Gato and Hiroki Goto. Thanks for the clarification. You're welcome. Chucky e. T and Toriano versus Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. Okay. Tonga, those, guys, yeah, those guys do nothing for me. Tonga Loa and Tama Tonga versus Marty Scroll and Cody. You read this to me yesterday on the show, didn't you? I did. I'm gonna do, no, did this card? Yes. I read it to you last night during, in between the breaks of our radio show, yes. Okay, I can uh, never remember. Yeah, we, we talked a lot of wrestling yesterday. Dragon Lee, Taguchi, Kushida, and Hiroshi Tanahashi against Hiromu Takahashi, Bushi, Shinada, and Tetsuya Naito. Jushin Thunder Liger versus Will Ospreay. Tomohiro Ishii and Kazuchika Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr., uh, the New Japan Cup winner. Spoiler alerts. And Minoru Suzuki. Then we have Jay White defending the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship against Hangman Page. Okay. Do you think Hangman gets the title? No. Okay. And then in the main event, Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega taking on, uh, uh, I don't know if you've heard of these guys, 
Uh, Matt and Nick Jackson. The Jacksons? Yeah, the Jacksons. Yeah. The middle-aged Jacksons? Yeah. So Nick and Matt Jackson versus Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega, the main event of Strong Style Evolved. The Bucks of Youth. That's going to be a pretty good card. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. That's on Sunday. That's very, very exciting. Uh, I, I, they're going to do something. It's going to be a big angle to close oh, this yeah. show. Big angle that to close this show. That final match is, is going to yep. be something. you got to pay attention to that final match. Uh, another rumor I would like to discuss here with okay. you, Jamie. This is coming from uh, Dave Meltzer in the uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. That the UK, the WWE and their UK plans... We may be getting somewhere. I'm going to read okay. just a little bit of this for you. Quote, there's a lot of movement going on behind the scenes when it comes to the often delayed UK project. WWE does have a date booked in December in some city I can't pronounce uh, and may have others. It should be noted that they've had a lot of dates booked for UK TV tapings and have canceled them quietly. However, they have renewed all the key contracts of the UK guys. The Big Five, which they consider as Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, Wolfgang, and Mark Andrews, were believed to have gotten better deals. Uh, and then he gives them some numbers and stuff. So... Looks like we're, we potentially could be getting somewhere with the WWE. With the UK division? With the UK division. Yeah, they've, they've done a whole lot of nothing with that division. Um, somebody actually said quietly, like, Pete Dunne is, like, one of the longest reigning champions in the last five years for WWE because he's held the UK title for... Forever. Because for he... a gazillion years. Because he, he, he can't defend it. times a year. Right. Like he's Bruno San Martino or something. Um, I, I mean, I'm interested in it. I, I know the UK market is starved for North American style pro wrestling. They're starred for WWE content. They love they love it. So there's a lot of business potential there, but it seems like they're not capitalizing on it. And I think not that they still can't, but I feel like their their appetite for it has been sated a bit in the last in recent years because there's a resurgence of other wrestling. Yeah. Three years ago, the UK was really, really starved for WWE content. And now, with Ring of Honor growing up more, with New Japan becoming more prominent. Ref Pro, Rev Progress. Pro, there, there's a lot. There's still a desire there. But I just feel like they didn't capitalize on it when I think they had the, the chance to have the biggest market share. The interesting thing to me is they obviously want this to be a TV play over a network play. Yes. WWE's thought is get a TV deal and then put it on the network for the U.S. audience. That's the thought. Really, this is they look at this from our U.S. audience is secondary in the, with this decision. Yes, as they, as they should be in this context. We want to serve the U.K. audience, get a TV deal, be able to put content in front of them on a weekly basis. And if the U.S. audience wants to eat it up, we'll put it on the network for them. So the hurdle here has been getting the TV deal because it takes two seconds to put it on the network. Yeah, they could put it on the, the network. And if heartbeat. they wanted to, they could have a UK show shot from full sale, and they could put it on the network tomorrow. Yes. Okay? That's not the hurdle here. The hurdle is not Vince McMahon saying, no, you can't put more content on the network. That's not the hurdle here. The problem that they face right now is they are still searching for that TV deal in the UK with the talent that they have to be able to make this work. That's the thing that they're missing. And they have a date, which but they've had dates in the past. I think once they're able to do this, it'll work. Yes. It's just the longer it takes and the less and less – and the, the further and further we're removed from the UK tournament that they had, yeah. the less this is going to matter. Yeah. You, you're getting diminishing returns here as, as we continue to go. You still have plenty of room for progress. You still have plenty of room. Not, not You have plenty progress. of room for progress, you say? Like on the network? Could you just put progress? <sighs> they should. They should. 
premium package of your network of the network. But you mean, you mean the tiered network system? Yeah, we've been talking about that wow. for forever now. It feels like. Look, they they have, they have plenty of time to capitalize on that market. They just need to do it at some point. And yes, you are one hundred percent right. It is a TV deal in the UK first, and then the WWE network part will just be supplementary. Right, and and that's and that's the thing that I I, I hope that a lot of the of the US fans can get out of this. That this isn't for us. No, We're going to be able to benefit you can enjoy from it. it. Right, you're you're going to be able to benefit from it, but it's not for us. It's not for the network. And that's and, and that to me is the is the difference here. So to me, I don't know if this should be their play, if the UK should be their play. I would much rather then put more into 205 Live and turn it into a Lucha Libre style show. To me, that's a better audience. That's See, a better I, play. I think the opposite, honestly. Really? I, I think they're better. And again, all, the, all jokes aside about how critical I've been about 205 Live. Here's the problem. when you If you're trying to build up 205 Live, you are going after the exact same fans you already saturate with your content on a weekly basis. In this case, you're going after a fan base that you haven't fully tapped into yet. You're going after a fan base that you maybe have tapped into for your main roster product, but you're not giving them a show of their own with their own people, their own talent, their own wrestlers that they've grown up watching or have seen if they've gone and watched on indie shows or have read about in wrestling magazines in the UK. You have the potential to expand your brand on a quantity level much greater in the UK. Now, one could argue that the amount of money you can make per person is less because you are, it is a secondary market to you. It's not your primary market. But I look at this and say the potential to grow your audience is greater there. But you're looking at a TV deal. If your mission is to grow your network audience, yes, you're better off building up 205 Live. If your if you're, idea is to grow your overall audience and grow your overall bottom line, then I think the UK show is the better option of the two. The other thing that, that I, I keep coming back to and thinking about, like two guys in particular, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. To me, those are main roster guys. Those are guys that could be superstars, main event level players on the main roster of WWE. You have been the biggest believer, and to a certain extent I agree with you, that when you get slapped with the moniker of cruiserweight, when you get slapped with the moniker of you work for you wrestle for 205 Live, that really limits your ability to break out of that mold. That it's very hard to go from 205 Live to the main roster. Do you have that same fear if they put Pete, the Pete Dunns and the Tyler Bates of the world on a UK-only show that they can't then transition them over to the main roster? Not as much, and here's why. I, I think for people, if you can say, I am the best wrestler from the UK, and now I'm coming here to test my will. I'm the best wrestler in Japan. I'm coming here to test it. I think people look at it differently. They look at, okay, you're the best here. Now you're coming into the heat. Now you come. So we don't know. It's like it's like when a like a Japanese pitcher comes to Major League Baseball. It's like Shohei Otani. Yep. Okay. He comes in, and no, none of us believe that the Japanese Baseball League is a superior league to MLB in terms of overall talent. However, when you really excel at that level, and you have a lot of the tools people look at, then you come to the United States. People go, this person could be special. Same thing happened with Masahiro Tanaka. And other, there are others, and some fail, some, some succeed. But when you come over, you can use that sports-like mentality of, I conquered this region of the world, and now I'm here. I don't think you start at a lower level. 
when you're on 205 Live, I think people believe that you're already on a seashell. You're already less than because you never are mixing with anybody that's bigger than you. And people go, well, you were a really good – like I think like, you were a really good player in the minor leagues. But like, eh, you, you, you can't compete up here. Okay. So I yeah, think I there's a saying. little bit of a difference. Yes, is there a chance that people say, oh, you're just a UK guy? I think people resonate more with I'm the best from this region of the world and now I'm coming here to test my skills. I think they give people like that, they being the fans, give people like that more benefit of the doubt subconsciously in how they view them than I think they do when you break it up by weight class. Yeah, and Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate both are some of the best wrestlers on the planet and everybody knows who they are. So that's Especially true. when you wrestle a different style. Like, yes. like, like, like if they would have brought Shinsuke right to the main roster, they never did NXT, they could have sold that message. Uh, this guy is the best, in, you know, whether true or not, whatever. But you saw this was the best person, best wrestler in Japan, and now they're here. What can they do? Like, I think people resonate with, all right, I'm intrigued, especially if you wrestle a slightly different style than they're used to seeing. They go, oh, this guy's interesting, versus going, oh, yeah, you were you were the guy that just opened, opened the show every week. Like, I think there's a difference subconsciously people view those wrestlers differently. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I think that you're right to the extent that, that that mold you're able to break out of a little bit more. So I'll be interested to see, because if we're looking at it, uh, Bate and Dunn are the two guys. Th those yes. are the two. Yes. Those are the two that can break out and become superstars elsewhere. Zack Sabre Jr. wins the New Japan Cup. We're going to get Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kazuchika Okada. And Jamie Eisner, not a big Zack Sabre Jr. fan. I, I can appreciate his talent. He's obviously supremely talented. Uh, doesn't do it for me. Uh, it just I just don't. His gimmick doesn't resonate with me. His style of wrestling I I find particularly. Don't don't uh, you don't say it. Don't say the B word. Okay. Don't say the B word. I'm unenthused by his wrestling style. I can appreciate his greatness. I can appreciate his skill. Uh, it's just not. It's not for me. I'm not entertained by his wrestling style. I have similar thoughts. There are times where he entertains me. There are times where I watch a match of his and I am entertained by it, but more often than not, that style doesn't do anything for me. It just doesn't. Um, and like you said, I can still appreciate that he's very good at it. Oh, yeah, and, he's excellent. And, and he is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. I can I can it, it openly admit that, but it's just I won't go out of my way to watch a Zack Sabre Jr. match in the way that I go out of my way to watch a Kazuchika Okada match. No. I, I, or I a just, Kenny Omega match. I, I, just, I just don't get hyped for it. Right. Stop. And again, I'm not somebody that needs somebody to do 18 flips. Like, you know me. I can appreciate a, a ground and pound. I can appreciate a brawler style, even a technical style. I just, it just does nothing. There's me. just something about it. It's boring. I'm sorry. Oh, you used I'm to say word. It. just did it. It's boring wow, to me. Used to be word. It's perfectly fine. I wasn't going to go that far, everybody. It's Jamie, fine Jamie if you far. like him. It's fine. Because wow. again, he's unbelievably talented. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's, he's just, again, wrestling is a variety show. And. His you particular are, variety is not for me. Yeah, you're more in the Dasher Hatfield type of uh, <laughs> type of variety. That's really what you like. But again, I don't have no issue. I understand why why he's very popular. I understand why he, where he is on the card, and I can appreciate his talent. He's just not somebody I'm going to go out of the way to watch wrestle. Uh, so the, he's going to fight Okada for the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Assumption being that Okada is going to beat him would be my thought. Just a guess. Then I have a question for you, Jamie. Who dethrones Kazuchika Okada? As the IWGP champion, and when does it happen? See, I was convinced it was going to be Omega, but so I was, and maybe it still is. I think keeping them away from each other for months is actually a good idea. I thought it was going to be Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. I did not. It wasn't. 
That shocked me. I thought Naito was going to win the belt. Dominion is probably the next, like, event I look at and go, if they're going to do a title change, they'll do it there. But, like, who's it going to be? You can't just give Naito another opportunity. Right? He hasn't earned it. I still wouldn't rule out Omega. But he's doing all this other stuff right now. Yeah, no, I know. At the next Wrestle Kingdom. So Okada keeps the belt through the next Wrestle Kingdom? I don't see... And you can you can speak this more because I'm a very casual New yes, Japan fan. You are. you are. a hardcore New so Japan I fan. I don't see a logical person to take the belt off of him. And you can't... When you, you have built Okada to this point, you cannot, he cannot give the belt up to a transitional champion. He, it doesn't make any hold on, sense. He can't. And here's and here's I how hate, I just don't like when no, you no. do that. No, no. Here's how. Even if he gets the belt back, he's not going to get the. Or belt Or even if back. Omega gets the belt, and then he goes. Back. But that's the story. I know. That's but I, like, the I'd ticket. I'd rather him just lose it to Omega. No, no, I no. I get the story of like now Omega's got the belt. Now, now Okada is chasing when technically he never lost the feud. But like, I still think losing the belt to a okay challenger. What is, if Naito's the transitional champion? What if Naito, that might be the only person that's what if okay Naito because Naito gets, is so good. What if Naito gets his moment? Now, see here. This is the way you have to do it. Okada has to win the G1 this year. If you're going to do yeah. this to where you're going to have the main event of next year's Wrestle Kingdom be Omega Okada, which, by the way, I'm not sold they're doing that. I could... Is that a, is that a baby? We're getting... We're getting running... We're doing a run-in by a baby, Jamie. A baby is doing a run-in on the podcast right now. Apparently. Not even a ping-pong table. A baby. So, my thought being that they're going to crawl in. I don't know how old this you, baby is. Are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of yourself? I'm of that? usually not. Yeah, I know. Actually, I usually am, but maybe not for this joke. I am not ruling out them doing Okada Naito again next year in the main event with Naito beating him. I'm not ruling that out. But the problem is, is then you'd have to do Naito winning the G1 again, and I don't think they want to do that. So... Do you think when do you think all this bullet club stuff clears clears itself out of the system? Does it does it culminate at Wrestle Kingdom? Because I don't think it does. No, I don't think it goes that far. So I think it's over I, I think it's over by by the time all in goes off the air. I think, on yeah, I think 1st. it's over at about eleven PM on September first. Right. So that means you have King of Pro Wrestling, you have all of this stuff that you could do. So the thought being Naito beats Okada at Dominion for the belt. Okay? Okada wins the G1. Naito loses the belt to Omega, at, like King of Pro Wrestling or, or some event late in the cycle. Then you have Omega with the belt, finally as champion. He finally has that moment. And just when he thinks he's going to have the big moment of defending the belt at Wrestle Kingdom in the main event, he has to confront the one demon, because at this point, he will have cleared Cody. He will have cleared all the stuff with Bullet Club. He will have conquered everything to conquer in New Japan except Kazuchika Okada. Because yeah. he beat him once, but it didn't matter because he ended up losing in the G1. Yeah. So now he's the champion, and he has to do the one thing he was never able to do, beat Okada for the belt. Although yeah. this time... He's the champion. Yeah. All of the pressure is on, on him. him. So he's actually not even beating him for the belt. His mission has changed to retain. There's no beating pressure the on Okada. Yeah. Okada had the longest reign ever. Yeah. Okada's beaten everybody. There's no pressure on Okada. He won the G1. He's having a great year even though he lost the belt. All the pressure is on Omega. That's and, the story. And then 
he fails and loses to Okada and, and, then, and then wins the Royal Rumble at the end of the month. Got it. The Royal Rumble that we're going to. Nice. Love it. <laughs> we the Phoenix Royal Rumble. Great. Right. Love the booking. That's amazing. Right. That's a great story that yeah. they could tell. Omega, Omega Daniel Bryan for the world title. Don't. Don't even. Don't WrestleMania you, 2019. Don't start this now. Do not do this. Do not get this out there. That's where I think they go. I okay. can't think of anybody else. No, you're right. No, you're right. If, if they did it with that full storyline in play, and it was Naito as the transitional champion, that's fine. I can't think of anybody else who works as a transitional champion. Or that deserves to be in that spot Suzuki right could do it, but he's the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, no, I don't think sense. you want to do that. Um, I don't think you should, do, you should give it to Tanahashi, although that's, they, 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 they could do that if they wanted to. They could just put the belt on Tanahashi. Yeah. He, because I think it's one more defense for Okada, and he breaks Tanahashi's defense record. Yeah. Okay. It, well, so you could have him break it. That. You could have him break it by beating Zack Saber Jr. And then have Tanahashi be like, "Okay, now beat me." I don't know. I, we, by the way, Dominion is in like a month or so, right? When's the When's Dominion? I need to I need to look this up. New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion. 2018. This is quality content, Jamie. Thanks for helping me out here. And you, I, I love when you have to look things up on your phone while we're, while you're talking. Well, I'm trying to figure out when Dominion is because that's going to change the whole booking. Dominion is June 9th. So three. So we have Strong Style Evolved. What's the What's the New Japan New Japan Pro Wrestling schedule? I need the schedule because when are we going to get? I'm, I, I pulled up the official schedule here. We can talk about this as a group here. So we just did. So, okay. So Strong Style Evolved is this Sunday, correct? Yes. We agree? Sakura Genesis is April 1st. That's where we'll get Zack Sabre Jr. Okada, is my guess. Then you have one of, two other big events. You have Wrestling Dantaku, which is definitely not how you pronounce it, which is May 3rd and May 4th, which is a Thursday and a Friday. That... Is it because you know what happens right after that? What? Best of the Super Juniors. Oh, that's right. So yeah, everyone's yeah. going to be in a tag match. I totally, my, my timeline's all thrown off. Then you have Dominion in June. And then you have the G1 Climax. And then you have all this other stuff. So we really only have about two, three more shows to get through before we get to Dominion. So Okada can clear Zack Sabre Jr. And then they can set up whatever they want to set up for Dominion and then build to it o- over the course of the Best of the Super Juniors. What that is, I don't know. Yeah. I tend to think it's Naito in a rematch. That's what I tend to believe right now. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't I don't see anybody else. I'm just trying. To, I mean, I don't see. I mean, you can you can do whatever you want to pro wrestling, but like I don't see anybody else that makes logical sense as we sit here on March 22nd. I mean, Matt and Nick Jackson, they might be going singles. So well, heavyweight, they're heavyweight singles. Yeah. Did you watch the latest edition of Being the Elite number 97? Did. Cody's magical editing abilities. It's so good. It's amazing. That's everybody turning and and beating up Cody in six months is going to be great. Oh, he's going to get. It's going to be so good. The the moment he gets his comeuppance, maybe one of the best. Him getting kicked out of the Bullet Club in six months is going to be awesome. Yes, that's where they're going. Of course it is. That's exactly where they're going. Of course it is. And it's great. It's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, Anything else, Jamie? Before I get us out of here. No. Wow. You normally are always one to have something to interject. Or say no, comma, comma, and then. But wait, I I do have something. You always usually have an interjection there at the end. I guess not. All right. 
You can follow the show on Twitter, at FRS Slam. You can f- go to the website, FRSSlam.com, for all your pro wrestling content needs. You can follow the show on Anchor, FRS Slam Radio. For you Apple users out there, we are on iTunes, FRS Slam Radio. Good news, Jamie. We are on Overcast now. Overcast and Pocket Cast for you Android listeners out there, FRS Slam Radio. Wait, we're over? Overcast. Oh, Overcast. Uh, it's not Overcast out today. It's like 91 today here. Yeah, somehow. It's, it's weird. A, it's really hot today. Uh, you can also, the, the show gets tweeted out uh, at FRSM on Twitter and, our, and on the website at FRSM.com, so you can find it there as well. That's going to do it for us here today. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday episode, meaning we have to convince Jamie to watch some wrestling this weekend. I will try to do so tomorrow. Everybody have a good one. We'll talk to you then.